Hi, this is Linda. And this is Leslie. With Let's Talk. Hey, Linda. Let's talk, girl. I want to talk about something very interesting for you. And that's what? Because I see you got a different hairstyle. What's going on with you? What made you, what's the motivation beside, behind this hairstyle, Linda? Yes, I cut it three inches. I cut it a lot. Yeah, it's so funny because when she was cutting my hair, it was another lady cleaning it up so I won't see it on the floor. And I don't know if they do that for everybody, but she did it for me, which was kind of made it a little bit easier to, you know, like, get up and not worry about it. Um, I did it because of just wanting a fresh start of, of new growth of letting it grow healthier. Um, so I figured it's summertime, let's just knock it all off <laughs> and then let it grow back and never cut it again. And I say that because I'm thinking how much I value my hair. I, I didn't realize like it took me a week to get used to this. Have you ever cut your hair short before? Yeah, I've cut my hair short, um, really short a couple of times. Okay. And each time that I've done it, I'm like you. I'm looking at the floor to <laughs> see how much hair is gone. And you're right, it's swept up right away or you're positioned in the chair that you can't look down <laughs> to see what's going on until after the fact. And then after it's gone, it's gone. But I know I would have a, a tendency to kind of pull at it to see, well, where is it? Where is it? Where does it fall? So yeah, I know that feeling. So it makes me think that I wanted to do this episode about hair because the, well, they're picking it up fast for a reason, but also the way I felt like this new hairstyle for a week straight, I was trying to figure it out. I did all these styles and it was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, until I finally found one I feel comfortable with. I'm not going to say I love it, but I feel comfortable with it. It almost looked like I normally have it pretty much. Could I ask this question, Linda? Can I ask you, does your hair define you? You know, it kind of goes around the topic that if you feel a certain way about yourself, you can have long or short hair, but yeah. does it define you? What really defines you? Is it the outward person, including our hair, or is it what's going on inside? So I'm going to ask that question to you. Linda, does your hair define you? I like that question. I want to say yes and no. Can I do that? <laughs> I want to say yes, because when I was a teenager, you knew I loved short hair, like this length. I mean, I love it off my shoulders. I loved it. I even did the shaving in the back and on the side. I love short hair. And then I gained weight and my face is fatter now. And it doesn't look as good to me in my pictures as what I do when I let my hair grow out. Um, let it go you know long it just I, I feel like I look better but also I noticed and we talked about this before when I go for interviews or um important occasions or even back home I was straighten my hair oh wow instead of wearing it curly and I and I remember somebody asked me why do you do that and to me it felt like it was more professional I, I don't know why. And it's weird because I don't feel like that with anybody else's. Like if they wear it curly or, or you know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I, they look good and they look professional. But for some reason, for me, I don't. And I don't know if it's part of it 
that I didn't put enough energy in my hair. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Because this is wake up and go. <laughs> and I love it. You know what I mean? Like wake up, rub your hands together with some oil, put it in your hair, be like gone. And then when you straighten your hair, you, you know, you get the curly, you know, there's more work to it that it feels like you did more to look presentable than yeah. just. So I don't know if that's it or not. Like I don't know why, or if it's just trying to fit in. I don't know. And, but that's a good question. But at the same time, I can have a bad hair day. With curly hair, sometimes you don't know what it's going to look like. <laughs> In the morning, you can put too much stuff on or not enough on, and you get to work feeling like, okay, I'm going to have a bad hair day. But see, with me, because of my attention span and just who I am, by the time I get to work, I'll forget. <laughs> because I know who I am you know what I mean like I'll just forget oh I had a bad hair day and I'm gone by my business yeah but there's other people that that determines their whole day you know what I mean like they just don't feel as as um beautiful as they are that day so well that goes back to my question then what you're saying it sounds like your hair does define you in I your think it does a little bit it does a little bit but it doesn't justify me I still know who I am like we talked about the uh, last month episode of I know who I am I wake up and I know I know I am beautiful I know I could be more beautiful <laughs> there's such a thing because you're so beautiful as it is Linda I don't know if more beautiful exists in your turn <laughs> so but I I, I I have the confidence that I know who I am but you know you we judge ourselves so much harder and we it not on purpose, but sometimes we always want what the other person have just because we think that is better. And it's so funny because in their mind, they might want what I have. And we go through that. Well, I wish I had curly hair. I'm like, there's days you do, there's days you don't. That's true. true. My sister has a natural curly gray to her hair. Mm -hmm. And we always say, um, I said, man, if I had hair like you, my hair would be down my back. She said, no, And I said, why? Because that's not who you are. And I'm like, "Mm, good point. That isn't who I am. I mean, the Lord creates us the way we're supposed to be. And you're right, Linda. I think a lot of it has to do with our own confidence, regardless of what people have put this um, stigma to say, okay, you have to have your hair straight or you have to have your hair this way in order to meet this criteria. But if you're confident in who you are as it is, doesn't matter the labels that people put on us. Right. You know, it's what we define ourselves um, to be. And I think our definition for me comes from the, from the word and from our relationship with the Lord. He puts that stamp of approval. Like, okay, you're beautiful the way you are. You can have a part down the middle and two braids sticking out the side. And you're still beautiful because God has said that about you. But our hair, going back to your original comment, I, I think our hair does define us because, um, and I'm going to put it on me because when I have a bad hair day, mm-hmm. I don't have that confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of feel a little funny. I feel a little different. You know, I don't feel like I'm all together. And this is all my insecurities, I'm sure, because I feel like people are looking at me different. Girl, <laughs> And I know that's in my mind, I know that's what they're thinking because if the tables were turned and I saw somebody's hair was jacked up, 
I would say, Ooh, girl, you came out the house like that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's just our own, our own issues that we carry. So, but I know the Bible does talk about our hair being our glory. Mm-hmm. And it is true. A woman's hair is their glory. It does. It, it's a statement about you. And it's not necessarily the length of your hair, but it's your covering. You know, whether you have a lot of hair or not a lot of hair, but it's still your glory because that's God's gift to a woman is her hair. Right. Now, what are the different things that you have done to your hair? Because like with me, I put a relaxer in my hair and I stop now. I no longer do that. And that's what, that's the reason why I really had to cut it off because the unhealthy part was relaxers in my hair um, for me because um, my texture is different. And it got to the point, I can feel the difference. Like you, like looking on the camera, I'm sure people go back and look at other videos. They can't tell. But um, it got to the point that the texture was was thinner and and it was more um, loose, very, very loose curls. And then there was a middle section that was like in between the loose and, and my curly hair. And it's like, it got to the point that I noticed I was, pinning my hair up or braiding it on the side more than actually wearing my hair down or just being me because of that you know so it was like let me just cut it all off because it's hot and it's good um but those are the only things I really and I dyed my hair before Mm -hmm. and I don't think I'm gonna dye it anymore I'm going through that stage now like um with chemicals but I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna do it again but right now I'm back to that stage I don't think it's for me but I went through that stage of, uh, you know, I'm 50 now. I don't want to look 50, so I want to dye my hair. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So those are the different things I did. What about you? Well, yes, I've done a lot of different things with my hair, and I too have relaxer. But I've been relaxer free for about 14 years now, mm-hmm. and I'm really, really happy about that because I saw that the years of putting chemicals in my hair. I mean, years from when I was a kid up until late 40s, I would say, or yeah, mid, late 30s probably, um, the damage that it would it had done. Mm-hmm. And so when I asked my stylist, I said, hey, I want to go natural. I'm done with this. She had to cut my hair in stages. She didn't do the big chop off like some people do. She cut it in stages. But while she was cutting it in stages, I could still see the deadness of the relaxed hair on the end. So she'd cut it again and cut it again until eventually that all of the relaxer was out. But it took a couple of years for that to really be relaxer free, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been through the coloring and I've been through the braids and the weaves and the wigs and all those things. And I think for me, when I go through those different stages for my hair, one is either for convenience, like braids are more convenient because you can just get up and go. You don't have to do anything. Uh, the wigs were convenient because if I had a bad hair day, I didn't have to worry about how I look because that was the stigma that I carried. Um, so, you know, I think it's just all, it's an individual thing. You know, we all have our little things we go through, but I think our hair does define us in some way. You know, it defines us. And when people look at, I'll just use myself as an example, look at me, they're like, oh, Leslie, you have a lot of hair. You know, you have a head of hair. That's what the, they would say. You got a head of hair, girl. And when my stylist would do my hair, she said, oh, girl, she wouldn't look forward to me coming. It would be a long process. So 
but I love that about myself. I do color it too. I do put some color in it because I'm seeing some signs <laughs> of gray that I'm not ready to see. So I put some color in just to kind of, I'm not ready to do that yet. And I don't think I'm going to be all gray because it's not in my, my lineage. My grandmother stayed with her dark hair for a long time. My mother did too. So I don't see me going gray, not until maybe like I'm close to 90. Um, and I'll probably be probably dying it then. <laughs> but I don't know, Linda, I, I, I think we have to come to a place that ultimately we have to be comfortable with how we look. And if we are satisfied with our inside, it's going to manifest on the outside. So yeah, our hair does define us in some ways, but it's not just that only piece of who we are. Right. That's what I'm saying where it's tight. Like, the answer to your question was like, yes and no, because we let the world influence of what we do. Cause I, I did, for, I forgot, I did have a half a wig before, you know, the time I was going through a lot in, in our marriage and in life, I had a half, a half a piece. I totally forgot about that. Mm -hmm. And it was because I did not want people to notice. And that's the first thing people notice. If something's wrong, is your hair is not cold. Wow. So it does define us. It's not that we want it to, but in the world, that's what we see. The fir first time we see somebody, that's the first thing you notice pretty much. I mean, you notice the clothes they're, they wear, but you notice their hair. That's true. That's so, true. That's you know, boys, I'd be like, boys, you know, comb your hair and their, their hair is, it can be short. I'm just like, still brush it, you know? Exactly, exactly. And you're right, Linda. I think when we even see people on the street, we're like, oh, her hair is so pretty. You know, that's usually the first thing we notice. At least in my, my experience, that's the first thing I notice when I see um, different beautiful African-American women walking down the street. I'm like, oh, her hair is so beautiful. And I find myself, that's the first thing I compliment on a woman that I see. Like, oh, wow, your hair is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Or that's the first thing I notice when, whatever, whatever their color is, it doesn't matter. But that's the first thing I notice is the hair. Mm -hmm. In yeah. a woman, in a woman is the hair. That's true. It, it is, it really does. And it gets you some ideas of, oh, I, I want to try it like that. Or exactly. oh, I wish I could try it like that. Exactly. And all that stuff. So it really makes us, and I never realize it until I cut it off. I cut it. But the weird thing is, Leslie, this is not my first time cutting my hair. And this is my not my first time that I cut it this short. Mm -hmm. And it didn't bother me before. Yeah. Now it does. So it's like, why does it bother me now and not then? You know, and I think it's just the, the changing of age and you know, becoming more older, <laughs> you know, you know, of dealing with that and different things, even gray hair, you know, yeah. we were talking about gray hair. There's people, I, I didn't know this, but people in their twenties get gray hair. I yeah. didn't have that problem, but I didn't know that. And there's people that die then just to, to look and feel their age. Yes. You know, and I think that's what I went through. I'm 50. Do I, do, you know, I have all this gray hair. And I, was, I was 40 something and still had gray hair and didn't even think about dyeing it. But as soon as wow. I turned 50, a couple of months later, it's like, wait, let me, let me do something. Let me make a change, you know? Yeah. And that's another thing. When we go through something dramatic in our life and we overcome it, yeah. we usually want to make a change. Yeah. 
a lot of people do it right after they do childbirth or right when they first got pregnant or, you know, um, got get married, you know, just broke up from a, a, a relationship. We make a change and it shows, we usually make a change because we're changing inside, but we want to show it outside. So we show by doing something with our hair. Cause I remember doing that in my twenties of dyeing my hair brown. And I only did it one time, but I remember going through that of I'm changing. I'm going to be this person. I'm going to, you know what I mean? It's just to lift me up. And I, I did that. that what, is, about, what do you think about that? That is so true, Linda, because I remember one time in particular, I cut all my hair off and I wore it really, really short. And I did that at a turning point in my life. It was like, Oh, I'm ready for a change. And that was the first thing I did was cut my hair completely off. And I liked it until it started to grow back. And then I could maintain it. <laughs> but you're right. And I do remember also, I went through a difficult time in my early 20s. And um, I, I cut my hair off because I didn't want anyone to recognize me. Mm. My hair was at the time it was long and I know people in my mind I knew people made that association so I just cut it off and I was like oh wow and I remember my mental state was I want to be a different person mm -hmm. so it just you're right what's going on inside comes out comes on outside you know whether it's our hair our appearance or whatever we usually do something different, like the midlife crisis. Like some people do things at a certain period in their lives and it, they call it the midlife crisis mm -hmm. because it's, they're looking for a change. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. I'm glad we took the time to talk about this of just, you know, we don't have an answer or a, a, you know, knowledge on this, but just our thoughts, our feelings of what we've been through with this journey with our hair, so. Yeah, yeah. We have to get somebody on to like kind of help us, you know, like know the different, you know, styles or, you know, different things like that. So and navigate this uncharted water because it's a, it's really different for us because we're just speaking out of experiences. But I know there are a lot of people who have uh, been down this road on another side that they can talk to people's experiences. And I believe if people are out there like us, they have different stories to tell as well. Yeah. So you want to do the closing? All right. I want to bring it back to the question that we had at the beginning. Does your hair define you? And if you like what you heard today, and I know you did because I liked it and I know Linda liked it because she's the one who initiated the conversation. Be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to our channel. We'd like to get this message out there to as many people as we can to be a blessing in their lives, as many of you have been blessings in our lives. So listen, this is really what it's all about. It's about life's lessons. And I believe we learned a lesson today. And it's about laughter. And then most importantly, it's about love. And our ultimate goal is to what? Make relationships that last. Love that. Until next time. Bye. Bye.